If you had to come up with a plan B to retool as a leader in today's economy, these are the exact steps you can take to thrive. Welcome to the Visionary Leaders Circle podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jeannie Barrow. In this episode, Dr. Jenny Barrow sits down with Osato Chitu, a healthcare regulatory compliance consultant and the founder and principal consultant at Comply by Osatu. She's had a career full of opportunities to invest in growing her compliance knowledge. Currently, Osato provides legal and compliance strategies to the payer, provider, and life science industries. I'm so happy that you're sitting down with me today because I know you have such an amazing perspective and background. So why don't we start, Osato, by you sharing with us what is your background, what did you do, what did you do before, and tell us that so that we can know that when we answer the questions that we're going to talk about, that's the perspective you're going to use. Okay. Well, I am an attorney by training, and my background has always been in the healthcare compliance space. So effectively, I build compliance programs for both health insurance companies that have government healthcare products, as well as health insurance providers that have to comply with government healthcare requirements because they accept government healthcare program dollars. So the purpose of engaging in that area is to ensure that the end users, which are myself, yourself, your mom, my dad, that utilizes both those health insurance companies and those health insurance um, providers are getting good care. Absolutely. And so you did this at the corporate level, right? When you work for other companies and now you have your own business. Correct. Yes, I took that leap. Congratulations. It's a big leap, isn't it? It's It's exciting and scary at the same time, right? Absolutely. Well, if it doesn't give you Ajita, then it's probably (laughs) not worth doing, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've learned. Well, thank you so much for that background, Osato. Uh, Obviously, I know you, but I wanted to make sure that my audience who's watching and listening also gets to know you better. And they will when we talk about the questions that we're going to tackle. Okay. So the, the first one that we want to go into is, you know, the times that we're in. I mean, we don't need to describe how challenging and demanding they are right now. What, from your perspective, Osato, would you say are the most critical leadership qualities that leaders need to embrace? Well, um, we, we touched upon it uh, briefly earlier in our conversation. Um, you used the word pivot. I would say individuals have to be flexible, right, in order to be successful in this type of environment. What our current status has shown us is that we are not in control of a lot of things. And so if we're so rigid in our mindset, if we are so, you know, stuck and holding on to what we know as being normal, you really hinder your ability to move forward and actually embrace the opportunity that sudden change may provide to you. So flexibility is really, really key. That inability to be flexible will keep you behind, right? There's a space to to have that growth mindset, especially in, in periods of uncertainty, periods of discomfort, you know. My therapist would always say frequently, because I'm someone that loves control, I need to control, <laughs> right? Um, and when I don't have control, sometimes it's, it's very disconcerting because I don't know what's right, what's left. And she would always say, Osada, you must be comfortable in the discomfort. You know, it's like, okay. So once you sit in that discomfort and like, because when you're not uncomfortable, that means you're not growing. Yes. I have to realize that. 
And so. you notice that when you are sitting in the discomfort, you don't really die. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right? exactly. Exactly. It's more about getting used to that new space. And mm-hmm. then what I use too is I get curious. Mm. Mm-hmm. What is this about? What right. is in this for me? What can I learn from this experience? Right. Right. Gorgeous. Now, in your business, I know that flexibility has been key, Mm -hmm. uh, especially launching a business and then growing a business and being in the pandemic world Mm -hmm. in business for yourself, right? Right. So much uncertainty. So how have you personally had to pivot, Osato, during these times? There's a spot of like fear initially, given the space that I operate in. And I'll give you an example. There was a potential client and a huge client. I did end up landing them. However, prior to me landing that client, I had to go on site to this facility. And it is a large hospital system in New York City. And again, given the state that we're in, we're in a global pandemic. Um, And you know that our area was hit very hard. I really had to sit and process this potential opportunity because it's like, wouldn't it be God, you just gave this opportunity to me to go to a huge hospital setting during a global pandemic in which this hospital has been hit very hard, but there was work to do. I had to step into the fear and lean into what was being provided to me. And once I took that step, you know, stepping into the fear because it it did make me fearful. Absolutely. I saw the number of doors that proceeded to open right after that. And so there's something to be said about taking a leap. That's saying, don't block your blessings, you know, because we create all of these stories in our mind to keep us from moving forward because we sell ourselves a story, right? Because that keeps us safe when we sell ourselves a story. And we end up blocking so much of our blessings and abundance that would be available to us if we leaned into that fear, leaned into that uncertainty. Fascinating lesson over the course of this last six to seven months. Absolutely. And that brings me into the fact that you talked about the stories and the things that we believe as leaders. Mm-hmm. What would you say is one belief that mm-hmm. leaders during this time could really serve them in terms uh, of believing something that could make a big difference for their teams, for their company, their organization? Over the past six or seven months, what has been sort of the, the general theme that people have utilized? They're like, oh, you know what, 2020 is a wash. Let's just, you know, we'll just look forward to 2021. And I want to respond as what if 2020 is truly revolutionary, right? What if 2020 is revealing? Because is it 2020 is clear vision. If we believe that, again, going back to this concept of uncertainty, going back to this concept of we have zero control, going back to this concept of If we have no control, does it mean that we have no vision, no no insight into the lives that we could possibly live? I think 2020 has showcased that for us. And so I would say life is always going to happen. So the difference between maybe myself and yourself and maybe some others is like, okay, this is what happened in life. What do I do with this information now? So I can pull the covers over my head, wait for 2021, hope it gets better. (laughs) But we've been waiting for a while. Things don't seem to be changing. So 
I got to embrace it. I got to work with what I got because there's opportunity there. But you have to be able to see that. I, and I'm saying it as if, as if it's very easy. No, it's hard because there are days I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't take this anymore. I'm done. Pandemic. Goodbye. And it's, yeah. But you can't, live in that. That, you, you can't live in that space forever. Right? And I love that insight that you brought in. What if 2020 is revolutionary? Yeah. And, and it has been. It has been. And many people do see that. But again, I've heard and people are letting that settle into their psyche. Uh, 2020 is a wash. Let me just... Yeah. Chuck it up as that's it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Exactly. When it's, that's unfortunate. We're still I love the there. message. And I hope that our listeners and the people that are watching really take that in. Mm-hmm. Because it's really landing for me. Yeah. Specifically. And many of us have been reinventing ourselves in 2020. Right. Causing, reflecting so much more on what's mm-hmm. truly important, what matters, and only the things that you can control. There's so much that we can't. And so let's talk about companies. Mm-hmm. And companies who are developing their leaders, Osato. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend for companies in terms of how to go about developing their leaders during these unprecedented times? Well, I think what 2020 has shown us is that everybody has a story. And unfortunately, the traditional sort of corporate structure of leadership development has focused on sort of a cookie cutter version of what a leader is. So if it's a white male or someone from a certain academic pedigree or uh, socioeconomic background, and that has created a great disservice to, to companies because that limits diversity of thought and you overlook individuals that don't fit that cookie cutter. So I think it's important for leadership or companies that are developing the next crop of leaders to fully embrace different stories because it's in those different stories that you're able to fully showcase the wonderful potential that a company might have. The guy that could be the awesome leader could be the dude that's, you know, taking out the trash or distributing the mail throughout the building, but because he doesn't fit a certain profile, exactly, a certain profile, that's the word, you know, she's not groomed to take those potential leadership opportunities. So I think um, the next few years, if these social movements really do come to pass. I'll be cautiously optimistic. We'll really be a focus on embracing people's stories because everyone has a story Uh, and there's leaders in spaces that we might not traditionally think that they do reside. Thank you, Osato. And let's take that one step further. I love where you're going with this. And I also want to discuss with you, what is the individual's responsibility to share their story authentically and and powerfully? Mm -hmm. And in terms of taking the reins, because we we can control that, right? Mm -hmm. We can control our story, who we share it with, how we share it. And so let's talk about the flip side of that coin. You mentioned leaders, senior leaders, take a look at the people around you mm-hmm. and be open and flexible that the next leaders may not fit a certain traditional profile, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
The other side of that is as leaders that are on the receiving end, the individuals, what do you recommend? And this could actually lead us into the next question. For well, leaders who are looking to develop their unique edge mm-hmm. in this context, Osato. It, no, it's a great question. Um, what can they do? It, you have to lean in to you. So many of us are chasing and trying to keep up with the Joneses per se, but you know nothing about the Joneses story. I had a friend that always used to say, you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, but you don't even know the Joneses are broke. So, (laughs) (laughs) which I mean, it's funny, but it's true. We we want to, instead of embracing our own selves, instead of leaning into what makes us special, you use the terminology, unique value proposition, which we all have. But have we sat down to nurture and nourish that unique value proposition? You start calculating the time you're giving to other people's businesses, to other people's missions, goals, dreams, and desires. What about your own? So you got to lean into it, spend time with you, understand you and your authenticity. Once you spend that time, you're able to make a determination about what it is that you want to be. Because there's a leader in all of us but you don't know the shape that it takes unless you spend time developing that authentic self. Yes, leaders are made, not born. Exactly, exactly. Beautiful. What what I'm hearing you share is, let's go into what is our unique value? Let's Mm -hmm. lean into who we are and what's important to us. Mm -hmm. And then we can position ourselves. That's really insightful, right? Lean into who you are. And it's leaning into who you are that's going to let you know what can you offer that's uniquely you that nobody else can do, even when they have the same role as you do. Right. Right. Because you have a story, because you have a background that makes you unique and a purpose, a why that makes you unique Um, versus somebody else. What else would you say to people who are looking to develop a unique edge in addition to leaning into into their own, especially when they run into obstacles? Because we all do. There's so many different ones. And if you want to share one that you had, you can. But in general, too, what should people do once they run into an obstacle? I mean, I think it's important to also reach out for help. So many times, especially if we we are afraid of sharing what our dreams, goals, and desires are with people, we're very guarded about it. Or we feel if we verbalize it or tell people about it, they may laugh or what have you. It's important to reach out to like-minded people and ask them questions. How did you get to where you were going? Um, you know, what are some resources that you utilize? Can we meet for a coffee? Is this normal? It's really important to reach out and extend and embrace that network because there are people that are supportive of individuals taking those leaps, stretching, having that growth mindset. And so it's important to do that, um, particularly for women, because it is really hard to take some of those risks. But without taking those risks, we stay stuck in that same place. Um, Leaning on others that have chosen similar paths or maybe even very different paths, but do have some advice to give, I think is also very, very critical. Yeah, and we are balancing or integrating so much our personal life, our careers, our businesses in some cases, being a parent. Right. I know you have a daughter and that could be challenging, running your business and taking yep. care of your daughter, making sure she's okay with school, and whether it's virtual or hybrid or whatever the case may be. Right. So many moms and mothers and parents 
are now dealing with both working from home and teaching from home. Mm -hmm. And we don't have the break, right? The school right. break that we right. used to have. Right. I, I like where you're going with this. And I, I believe that what you shared will serve the people that are listening. So I, I thank you for it. You're more than welcome. Before we say goodbye, Osato, what message would you like to leave our audience with? I would like to leave the audience with this concept of being uncomfortable in discomfort and embracing discomfort is really important for growth of ourselves. When we're living life just sort of coasting, when we're living life in a space where we don't feel challenged, when we're living life in a way in which you've heard someone say, I can do this with my eyes closed. And said, well, then you need a new job, right? <laughs> <laughs> so because you're sleeping on the job and I should not yes. sleep. We shouldn't be afraid of that. We should not be afraid of uncertainty. We should not be afraid of discomfort because it's in those spaces that we grow. Ah, beautiful. And I can tell by speaking with you that you have a growth mindset. It's about getting to your next level. It's about exactly. pushing yourself and challenging yourself. So if you are, if you're listening and you have been challenged in the past, with pushing yourself beyond that comfort zone. They always say the magic is beyond the comfort zone. That's mm -hmm. where all this growth happens and where you get to reach your full potential. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Right beyond the discomfort. Exactly. exactly. Osato, if people wanted to connect with you, mm -hmm. uh, please share with, uh, with them, uh, if, can they connect with you on LinkedIn? And also please share your website in case they want to connect with you there. Yes, um, you can find me at Osato, that's O, S as in Sam, A as in Apple, T as in Tom, O, at complybyosato.com. And you can also reach me on LinkedIn, first name Osato, last name Shitu, C-H-I-T-O-U. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Osato. I know you're super busy, especially because of your space in healthcare and the pandemic. So I know that you have high demand right now. So thank you so much for making time for us. Thank you so much, Dr. Barrow. So good to see you. Good to see you too. If you want to learn the number one success secret to helping your leaders retool in only six months, go to flmprogram.com to learn about our fearless leadership mastermind. Don't miss out. Your leaders will gain the capabilities they need to solve the challenges you're facing and achieve the business results you want. With everything else you have going on, we want to take this off your plate by providing a turnkey, scalable solution that will give you a high return on investment. The next leadership training starts soon. Visit flmprogram.com to get the details. If you enjoyed our content, subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. And if you want to stay in touch and hear from us, join our community to receive valuable strategies and expert advice at executivebound.com. Join our movement to heal leadership around the world. See you soon.